if there's anyone out there that has never said something that they wish they could take back. If you're out there, please pick up that stone and throw it so hard in my head that it kills me. Please. That ain't what I say. Jesus, is right in <laughs> It's raining here, so he's running in the house. Okay, so welcome to the That Ain't What I Said podcast. Behind the podcast series, volume three. Y'all was about to say what? How many Every time you announce it, you forget the number. I know it. Because look, my brain is like always on 10. <laughs> but we are. <laughs> it's mommy brain too. We are joined with What's the Word podcast straight from Atlanta. We appreciate y'all staying up all late on this glorious Friday for us. Appreciate you. Yo, yeah, what's we up? appreciate we, y'all. We appreciate y'all having us. Yes. So definitely when you slid, slid in the DM, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to get you on there. So uh, I appreciate you for being interested also. Yes. yes thank yeah, you definitely. for being interested in us. Okay. <laughs> so, um, first question. We want y'all to introduce yourselves, your name, and just kind of give us an idea of what's the meaning behind your podcast, like the name of the podcast and who came up with it. All right. Um, I'm uh, Amber, one of the co-hosts. Amber North. I uh, I do stand-up comedy in Atlanta as well. Oh, keep going. I'm sorry, James just got here. He keep going. <laughs> okay. And um, yeah, I've been doing stand-up comedy in Atlanta for uh, over five years, and I came up um, I came up with this show because I run a couple of shows here. And one of them was called Wake Up back in the day. And uh, it was a uh, pretty much the precursor to what What's the Word is now, but in a live stand-up comedy form. Mm-hmm. And so I would have stand-up, and then I also mix it with, um, with uh, like, just everyday topics. And i uh, do about four or five topics and talk about that. And then, um, but then I turned it, I wanted to turn it into a podcast, but I've always been work well my as a I would like for her to introduce herself before I even <laughs> yeah. continue on. Oh yeah, go ahead Stephanie. <laughs> yes. Um Stephanie T M is what I go by on the podcast. And um I work in journalism and media and just have been silly with Amber for years. Yeah, we're so best she, friends. She gets we're paid to be funny and I just try to keep up with her sometimes. Um but yeah so yeah she we, keeps up. She keeps up. That's why I wanted I've been wanting <laughs> Uh, to do this podcast, I've been talking to her about it for yeah, a while. We've been talking about it for a but while, we've yeah. been, but we came up with it um, together. Mm-hmm. It was we a were joint like effort. brainstorming. We were brainstorming names. And what then... were some of the names we thought of before? It was like something in the vein of being woke, like the woke hour. That was one. I of think our the woke ideas. hour. Was I do one. remember that. Um, the dope show, maybe, but I don't even. Yeah, remember I, that. I do remember you saying dope show too. Um, but, you know, we both like words a lot and we were yeah. just really kind of the concept of like, we're going to like evaluate these horrible things that are happening in our world and like make it funny, connect it. Yeah, make it funny and connect it like give these people these words and these terms. So, yeah, call a thing a thing. So that's yeah. what, you know, I think between the two of us, we, we landed on what's the word. What's going on out here in the streets? I like yeah. y'all. Uh... <laughs> 
these streets stay watching. I mean, <laughs> look, especially look in 2019. I feel like it's called everybody out season. Oh, yeah. all, all day, yeah. every day, baby. It's an opening. This yeah. is a, this is, you know, I want uh, especially black people. We need to go by this mantra. You try me, I'ma do you. That should be our <laughs> motto. Okay. I think we are. Black Twitter has made that very clear. <laughs> try me, I'ma do you. And next thing you know, people clearing out their desks for said yeah, nigga. People it's like, are gone. Damn. Yeah, people are getting gone. <laughs> they really thought they were safe on racist Twitter, but they were mm-hmm. not. Oh. <laughs> I was just talking about that earlier, and I swear I feel like we had some people. So, like, I don't know. So, for y'all to do here, they were kind of talking about um, the culture and how pe- some people feel like it's okay to send certain stuff to us that's like outside of our race. We just gonna say that. Mm-hmm. I don't know you guys are talking about like the gifs. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have particularly people that worked in the location with us that feel like they they down. Mm-hmm. Yep. They always do. Some stuff, or you know, kind of feel like they can use that word. Let's just say, like I've heard the person. I said it a long time ago. I don't think the guys noticed it, but he was just like talking in a reference, and he used it as if it was one of us using it to each other. And I kind of just let it slip. But I'm like, you, uh, you a little bit too comfortable, right? So, hey, you can just hold a conversation and be like, oh, yeah, so, you know, I was talking to the, the, he, and somebody said, well, that nigga ain't going to live. I was like, hold up, wait, what? Just what? Fine so. <laughs> line. See, we got to stop. I feel like they think it's that. Time, yeah. yeah, but you're right, though. Like happens. you said, it's call-out season. So, yeah. you know, anytime that stuff, we, we did just talk about it in our most previous, I mean, our most recent, excuse me, episode where we just can't let. Anybody mm-hmm. who's not us do us stuff, you know? Yeah, I think we had a lot of little respectability times where it's like, oh, you know, white people, if they're not, like, just murdering us, like, no, it has to be, like, <laughs> police brutality, talking out the side of your neck, stepping to me, like, whatever it is, let's make it really clear because some of this stuff, we're seeing the fruits of the labor that because they got away with a lot of other stuff, mm-hmm. they, you know... I mean, just look look at that reaction of the Gillette, uh, that Gillette ad. The main ones were mad at straight white dudes. They're like, what is this? I had no problem with it. And I was like, that that is a great ad. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Like, just saying, it, right? don't be a toxic male. <laughs> well, how dare you? That's how That's I live my is. life. Yeah. It's, it's scary. It's like every little, and they're scared of being called out too. So yeah, we're in a pretty, yeah. pretty uh, interesting position. And they get called out by calling. people who look like them, and they're like, "Well, who the fuck are you, bro?" Where's my IPA? But um, yeah, they love that IPA. Yeah, yeah man, it's like and they don't say bruh, but sometimes they'll throw a bruh in there. It's like no, like ugh. Oh, you, we get so that. Many. He's talking. He like. Bruh, but bruh, but bruh. It's the same guy that said the N word to you. Yeah. Oh, so so y'all sounds like a sounds like Tyler needs a little talking to. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's worse. His name's don't say his name. Don't say his name. Like Amber. No, but crazy, you know, like he's. We'll call him. No, he better old up. Close to you. So he's um. He's one of those people where he's, I'm 30, so he has to be like 26, 20, 26, 27. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, he's like a little old man, like in a young person's body. Like you could just tell where his upbringing was from. No. He, he literally, cause like, I don't know what young person says supper. 
I don't know a young person says supper. He's like, yeah, like he got wife or whatever. He go home. He's like, yeah, my go home. My wife go pick me some supper. It does. Yeah, it is very Annabelle. Gone with the wind. Like, what's going on? Uh, so it's like in his mentality too, like. His mentality is go to work every day, retire with a, with with my salary, yeah, on my farm, and and that's Yeehaw. like that's it. So it's kind of we feel like this is upbringing and how he was raised too. But then like he kind of feel like he won't be down because he knows some of the hip hop like the hot songs we know yeah. in the area. And it's like I right, like it's funny that you know it, but don't feel like you could. He, they said the n word to me in the group chat to me one time, and I was like they were quoting Kevin Hart in the stand up, and I was like. Uh-huh. I'm not in gonna talk about this no. Yeah, in a group chat. Yes, yeah, in the group chat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like that's when it's next level. Who said that? He said that. Who said that? Who said that? That's really like that moment. Yeah, you don't need <laughs> like, that. Right. Like, it was just us, and me, and the other, you know, two white coworkers. But at the same time, you felt comfortable enough for me, so you can say it, like, just because it's me and I'm laid back. I mean. I should be okay with you saying it. I didn't say it. I let it slide. Like, do it though. Wait, you're in a group chat with three white people? Huh? I'm just kidding. I said you're in a group chat. You're the only black guy in a group chat. You- oh, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to set the scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. I just needed to get more content. You were you were Dave Kalua in a group chat. Got it. Uh, That's cool. Me out. <laughs> Before he went back to Africa and Wakanda. Before we like get into any more questions, as y'all heard, we like to kind of get off topic. Um, so yeah. I started this thing. I was like, I wanted to do something every, uh, kind of every episode now, kind of like a little beginning started. So I thought about this. If you could describe your mood uh, by a song for this week, like what song would it be? If I could buy a phone this week? No, describe. Like, describe a song. So, like, this week, your mood. Like, your mood song. So, this week, what type of song describe your mood? Oh, man. Coming Out Hard by 8-Ball MJG. (laughs) (laughs) I've literally been listening to that all. Because these motherfuckers keep trying it. No. But for real. About MJG, y'all got uh, JT over here hype. He like, yes, yes. nine millimeter boys specifically. Wow, <laughs> so specific the whole thing. Wow. That whole album, really. But yeah, that's really oh, awesome. for this week. Oh, wow. So like, okay, okay. Stephanie, yeah. Um, which one? I got wine in my head already. Um, you said you have wine in your head. No, I said I have mine in my head. I don't have wine tonight. Let's Long after the whole okay, you, you do you can't do that anymore. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> um, I got a lot of Aretha Franklin in my head, like you know, till you come back to me. <laughs> ain't no way. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't that. Ain't no way. But Good. that one has a little more like whatever. I have an attitude to it, so I just love listening to some little old school R&B. Nothing too exciting. I, I do that all the time. They call me old, so that's what I do. Very so, old. There was some good stuff back then. I know. I can't help but listen. So I'm going to ask my co-host, what's your move song for the week? 
my move song for the week. I don't know why, but Shaq West, whatever the name of this song was, I, hate I, that song. I got whole what uh, called. I don't know. How I, I hate that song. But I, I don't know why that song was in my head. Heavy. I hate that. Song. I just get hyped. I just been like a hype week for me. So I just I feel know. like why did they give him any type of record deal? I don't I, look. I, I don't. I don't care. Do you know the it's song catchy. he's talking about? Shaq West? No. Shaq West, Mo Bamba. That's always in my head. Yeah, that. No. It's called Mo Bamba. It's like. Yeah, Mo Bamba by Shaq West. Yeah. Yeah. I do know this. I hate it. Yeah, that song is kind of hype. I do. I didn't know that song. Always. I mean, I'm always ready with that one. That's kind of a good song to have in your head. Yo, Shaq West, running, running, running. Type of song you want? I don't know. I just, I can't. I, I get hype off this song. When I'm in a bad mood, I need this song to like hype me up. Yeah, you right. Good, you right. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, a song called "Wanted" that's real hype too. So it's like a good back to back when you just feel like, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. Let's get mm-hmm. these out. Yeah. Let's get these <laughs> out. <laughs> okay, so I can say it'll be a good song to go to the gym with. That's what I can say. But yes. I, I ain't been to the gym in a while, so I can't really say I can use it. Okay, Jay, what's up? What song this guy put The fact that he's looking it up right now. <laughs> the fact that I am looking it up so I can make sure I know what it is. It's very gay. Nothing wrong with that. In, in my house. In by the Mary Jane girl. Yes! Oh, yeah, that one always gives me a little cutesy pie. Like, I feel yes. kind of sexy when I'm in my house. In my house. That's a good one. I kind of been popping my head around the office like the all week. Oh, my God. Okay, so mine would be um, Bobby Brown, My Prerogative. You got oh, that right. Okay. Yeah. I just, it, talking, girl. Ooh, like, I used to say that a lot at work because it's That's like, right it's too. my prerogative. You can't yeah. tell me what to do. Not that I'm not, you know, I'm a rebel. Yeah, I don't know how many times I call her and her desk listen to that song on like, repeat. It's like, I'm not, it's not like I'm, you know, a rebel and I'm just like, I can't be. But, you know, certain people just love to tell you what you can't do and what you can't achieve and what you should do. And it's like, it's my prerogative. It's like, my life, not yours, so it's kind of how I've been feeling. You sound mad. I, I, aggression, right? <laughs> you gotta get it out. Oh, right. oh, Next question I will have for you all would like, how has podcasting changed your life so far? Well, especially since we've done it weekly for the past three months, uh, it has kept me on my toes. Like I, I find myself... Um, always have a new material and like as far as my life as far as as a comic it has cut off time because a lot of us go out to open mics and you know do a lot of new jokes but with uh with podcasting it's helped me because i don't know i don't know if you all familiar with open mics or stand-up comedy but or just open mic culture in general yeah it could be a real drag and with comedy specifically, it can be even more of a drag because a lot of people think some things are funny when it's like, whoa, that's real bleak. And do we need to check your phones? Like, <laughs> your laptops. Like, a lot yeah, of rape jokes. Like, a lot of rape jokes. And a lot of Holocaust jokes. A lot of Anne Frank jokes. So, yeah, dude. It gets real It gets real depressing at times. So and That's what I was going to ask you next. Uh, and what I was going to say, like, what, like, is it really difficult to do me in stand-up? And, like, because, I have, I mean, it's been, it's definitely challenging. It can be difficult um, if it's some, if uh, if you let it. But the the only, what makes it, um, it's gonna always be tough because it's just, it's just 
you just never know because you're going out there, you're by yourself and um, on stage and you're being really vulnerable and you get instant feedback. And yeah, you get that high when you get positive, when you get laughs, but then there are times when you bomb and it can be so much. So in order to make it not difficult is to allow yourself to fail and be a failure and be like, hey man, we're going to get them next time. And then when you bomb, it's like, cool, I'm just human. But once you get that medium of like, you know you're you're solid when you feel like you're a pro and you know that it's all about just doing crowd work and as well like just doing different facets of comedy that's when it just becomes fun and you don't even think about the difficulties okay gotcha. and for what about you stephanie um, how's well, it changed yeah, for you yeah. hey done. you had the comedy man um well for me i think um because my day job is more on like the traditional communications media type of thing um, it's allowed me a lot of freedom, things that I can't do because of the purpose, because of the whole, you know, you have to come off as unbiased and things like that. Um, the true me, anybody that knows me knows I'm very opinionated even within a newsroom. So, um, to have a platform for that and to also still be able to use like the news judgment that I have, like, cause a lot of the times when we're picking topics and just being a content creator, cause of course outside, as you guys know, outside of having a podcast there's you know you communicate and engage with people with various ways on your instagram or your twitter or you know any kind of communication you have with folks so um really still employing a lot of what i do day to day but on with the the topics and the things that actually matter to me like just like anybody else's job being a journalist is interesting and cool at times you go to special things you know do some you know there are some perks but um, like, you know, anybody else, you know, you need, you know, you want something different and th- this has definitely kind of allowed me to, uh, really just experience or basically be my true self, like basically combine my two worlds of being like an opinionated, like kind of tell it like it is type of person with having that news and current events and pop culture and all the things that I've, you know, always cared about over the years. So it- it's just good to be creating content around the people that I care about being black people yep. and the issues that I care about being human rights and stuff like that. So yep. it's been cool. So it's changed my life and it's good to get the feedback like for Amber getting that immediate feedback and comedy and stuff like that. She's used to that or even I'm sure sometimes later people will come back to you but yeah. it's been nice like with the podcast like really like people really checking for us like oh yeah this thing you said you and don't it- remember you said this and I'm like uh no but I'm <laughs> glad you liked it but so you know yeah and it's also cool too because um that there there's good to know like with podcasts like not everything has to be funny because you know when you're doing stand-up it's like oh everything even when i want to talk about the same stuff that i talk about what's the word Mm -hmm. i still gotta find a funny angle but with doing the podcast sometimes it's like nah fuck it y'all gotta hear how it is facts facts. (laughs) like hurricane becky oopies That's, that's not pretty much what it's, it's like. I don't know um, how much it, you know. You, you heard our story, but like with us being in a corporate place, um, like you say, you have to kind of watch what you say because I was I was told that I was too opinionated because I get from to the point where like if I have something to say, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna respectfully say it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna say it. So um, we were told a lot of times some of the stuff that we were like saying, even though we know what and what not to say in a you know a corporate setting, that some of the things we said, you don't never know who could be offended by it. 
So it's kind of like, you know, we don't, we, we're not saying anything offensive or, you know, we try to step around. Now I'm going to try to say, try to step around, but just try to make sure we don't go outside of what we know could easily offend somebody, especially like, you know, how, what we said, somebody just casually calling us, you know, a nigga. Right. So, and we kind of got like tired of it. So like, I know just everybody had ideas of like other stuff for what they wanted to do. And then Ken one day was like, y'all want to start a podcast? And I was like, I never thought about it. Cause I only listened to like, I'm, I never really truly listened to podcasts. Maybe just inspirational podcasts. I know he listened to more than I did. So, um, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I planted the seed. And so he said the name. <laughs> he, said, he said the name. So, like, we were talking about getting started. And when we were talking about getting started, uh, he was like, yeah, you know, maybe we can get, you know, started and get some ads. And it was somebody around us that thought he said ads when he said ads. And he said, no, we can get some ads. And so they was like, do you know what that sound like? And he was like, he just shouted out, that ain't what I said. And I said, oh, that's the name of it. Oh, so because yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's name, and I didn't, I didn't have like a meaning behind it, but I just had the name. And then I thought about the meaning later. I'm like, people are always taking what you say mm-hmm. and, and putting it to what they think you mean, even if you say no, I said it this way. That ain't what I said. So that happens a lot. I was like, that ain't what I said. So Stephanie, what you being in media mm-hmm. and? What? How has that? Like, do you sometimes find it hard to like step out of like when you're doing the professional side? You got to realize like, oh, this is not my podcast. I got to kind of hold back before I say what I would say freely on the podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, dealing with uh, because I'm not, you know, I'm not writing day to day about like a lot of the horrible things that are going on. I'm in more of kind of a safe space where I wouldn't were the viewpoints and the topics that we talk about. I mean, but then again, I will say I do have a lot of little random viral pieces that I'll write or edit about, uh, you know, future and his whole Wendy Williams thing or some of those more like um, <laughs> black culture things that come up. I mean, if anything, I think it and because I'm paying attention because I would pay attention anyways. Uh, and because I'm thinking about stuff for the podcast, like it helps. It kind of, you know, I, I definitely, you know, I've been doing journalism long enough that I know not to be like, and this fool future, you know, I'm never going to, that story, that line's never going to come up in a story because it's, it, I can definitely make that distinction. But I think it just makes me better in my day to day to know like, hey, this is what people are talking about. This is what, you know, it needs to be out there because I know the type of response is going to get. So it's not difficult, but I have, we did have, I don't want to say an incident, but when we had our, you know, kind of our introduction to the community with the, a live podcast, it sort of came up that my boss uh, wanted to, I don't know how he found out about it, but essentially, typically, if you work in journalism, having any kind of side gig where you have opinions about Trump or anything else in that vein, you that would be a complete no-no, but... Um, he was supportive and interested in, you know, the fact, I mean, he knows I'm opinionated, you know, I don't know, I don't, certain other bosses in this type of, in the work that I do would not think this was okay, so that's really just been the balance of, like, I hope none of them fools in my job are listening to this week in, week out, because they definitely are going to hear some things that might not be, um, you know, it's conducive not, to the conducive work. Conducive to the work. <laughs> 
<laughs> get to the oh, work. You know, because I, I held back on promoting on Facebook. Uh, from yeah, it, it was tricky for a minute, but I, I tried it. I was like, eh. Oh, I tried so, it. So I held back so because I was like, we want to be free. We want to talk about some people, but of course we're gonna change the names. We don't call nobody else. But right. uh, still, yeah. we want to be a little bit free, and I don't want to come to work and they'd be like, "Well, you said X, Y, Z," and then some people <laughs> got right, you talking a podcast, yeah, like you got a podcast. Some people, some people, they pick up on it. People that we were okay with listening, and they like will be listening at work, like busting up, like y'all are hella funny, like you know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it really, it really made me be like, I don't want to promote this on Facebook. We can just do Instagram because I don't want these people looking at it. Yeah, I know. It got, got, it got to the point I was like, I don't give a damn. Go ahead, repost it. Like, do too. But they blocked some of the people they didn't want to see. So it's like, I like, did you post it? You know, share that. It's like, oh yeah, I blocked such and such. They can't see it. I'm like, oh, okay. So, um, speaking of that, so we were talking about, so did you guys have like any challenges in the beginning? I know, um, you pretty much, it's something that you're not pouring to. But like, was it anything that was challenging in the beginning? Was it just an easy start? I mean, I think we, you know, just the learning curve, really, because, you know, I don't, I didn't, of course, if it wasn't for our partner in crime, Amon, he has a lot of, Yeah, he's the one who made it easy. Yeah, because he's the technical part. Like, as far as that, you know, we certainly couldn't have, you know, it would have been a lot more difficult not having somebody with that acumen and having all the equipment and all that going. So I think that's what a lot of people say they're issue is is technology and yeah those. we found and luckily he's made it all easy for us so yeah i mean that, that would be the that was only the hard part is like finding the like well we were trying to do it all ourselves and it was just like man i don't even know how to start from mm-hmm. point yeah a to point that B. was yeah when we were trying to figure out like oh, let's get this mic you know that yeah, you know but then a like, came through he's like mm-hmm. i got you girls and we were yeah. like you do got us yeah like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. shout out to aman garner poston but yeah so um but yeah and the other challenge was um i mean my day job is i manage a restaurant so i mean i deal with the general public and the only the only challenging part is not cussing people out on a regular but <laughs> that we can be opinionated so um so I definitely didn't have that problem. I think that maybe, hopefully, the help with Stephanie being like, "Oh well, she, at least she ain't said what that one's saying." So <laughs> yeah, there is a balance. Come I'm to so death row. Glad. I'm glad you death row, and I'm like LaFace, you know? Yeah, she is like LaFace <laughs> record. So yeah, that's kind of how it plays out. Like I mean, <laughs> LaFace, why you? Not? I love Babyface. You no. know how I feel about Babyface. Death Row though. Maybe something. Why could I be more... like Jive or like no, Tommy Boy? I think death row is pretty appropriate. <laughs> But yeah, um, it hasn't been too much a challenge though. Uh, yeah. It's been really cool. Yes, yeah, I guess the only challenge is trying to figure out how to get sponsors. And right, yeah, the that piece of this it. cream. Yeah, give me dollar dollar bills, y'all. Something we are still trying to figure out. So how did y'all promote? Like in the beginning, like uh, did you tell your family or friends about it, or like keep it to yourself and just let everybody find out on their own, or like? Yeah, I'm a promoting machine, oh, so yeah. I was there like, hey, motherfuckers, we out here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like that. 
Got some t-shirt yeah, sure guns. Got a great, uh, Start response. shooting t-shirts out. The um, definitely use all the social media platforms. I mean, I sent our first addition to a family group text of people that I know didn't have no damn business mm-hmm. listening to it. But I'm yeah. like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Be proud of me. Get into this, and you know, just kind of telling the people that you know would relate to it and like appreciate that this was a thing. And so yeah, we just kind of. I guess kind of like guerrilla marketing, just like, hey, take this, like it. Repost it. Okay. I was wondering, because we were talking about that uh, on the last two episodes. So I was like, hey, yeah, if you want some people, even though we are pretty much grown, some stuff you still don't want your parents and other people. I, yeah. Because so. especially when both of us have brought up our parents, and, you know, I, I don't want to say in a negative light, but, you know, it's not like. The things that we've said, because it is just off the tongue and similar to what you guys do, like, it's, you know, just, we're just talking, so that's yeah. been the main thing, like, uh, y'all may not want to hear the stories, but, you know, um, honestly, I think my mom might listen to it a bit, but I haven't, the other people that I might have to call out, they not really listening like that, so y'all cool cousins. We understand what the family calls out. We got an episode uh, called Family Feud, and that's our highest listen to episode, because we talk about you know, the family and some stuff that you know goes on, and literally that episode goes up daily. Um, that was like recorded a while ago, and it still gets like listens, like it just came out yesterday. So, um, I had some interesting stories. We all had crazy stories when it comes to like parents and you know, relatives. So, oh, yeah. we, we definitely understand that. So when y'all told these people that y'all were starting a podcast, I know you was like, you know, you better support me. Did anybody encourage you or or discourage you, basically? Those people who don't like to step out of their everyday routine. You about that one? Uh, as far as discouragement, even though it wasn't really discouragement, but she did kind of clown. I mean, kind of like... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe so. Like, say stuff under throne, but not really say yeah, it. Like, I mean, like, it's, it's funny. She's actually very supportive, but... This is really funny how she said it, because it's rude as fuck and very dismissive, but now she is like, oh, okay. Yeah, one of my good friends from back in the day, we were really closer back in high school and stuff like Ooh, that, but emphasis, I told her the that... emphasis. <laughs> well, I told her that we were, you know, working on a... a we were trying to, you know, we were getting together kind of conceptualizing a podcast and she was like, are you sure you and Amber have the same voice? So that would be kind of hard. To, I'm like, really? Really? That's all you can say? But um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe you guys, I mean, hopefully our voices sound different. <laughs> we do both have deep kind of monotone voices. But On the other end, y'all both scratch. Y'all are all scratching your heads. You're like, like, which one? Which no. one? No. <laughs> I can tell y'all apart. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. I think I can. <laughs> we'll take care. Yeah. Okay, we'll wait a minute. So you said that she. So the first thing she said was, "Y'all sound like." Were you sure she wasn't just salty that she wouldn't get in the podcast with y'all? Or? Well, probably. She is one of them clout chasing mugs. <laughs> you know, Amber spit that. Found. So yeah. So I can say the truth. You call spades a spade. Uh, you play spades with the deuces and diamonds in the deuce spade. <laughs> I don't know how to play spades. You're confusing me. Oops. I don't know um, how to tell people that. Yeah, Ooh, y'all didn't was, hear that. Y'all didn't hear that. My mama was worried about my job a little bit. She was like, be careful. Don't get in trouble. But she never, she was excited for us because, you know, we crazy. But yeah, that was the only like, uh, maybe not. But I mean, I'm sure she didn't mean anything by it. But 
you know, again, when you're coming up, because this is so different and, mm-hmm. you know, podcasting has been around for a long time, but I'm sure people, even when y'all said that they were like, what's about, I mean, literally I have a cousin that said, I can't watch your podcast. So I'm like, that just tells you there's still a lot of people. This is an emerging thing. <laughs> I mean, people don't know. Because so. it's facts. He literally said, can, I can't watch your podcast. So that's the whole thing. Like for me, it's like when you are starting doing something that's, it is outside of the box to an extent. You don't know, like, you, you do eventually because you're putting time and energy in it. You want to make money off of it. But before that, you just want to get it right and, you know, right. not be too much of a novice about it. So, you know, you don't want to hear, even if it was something kind of like, you know, kind of like nonchalant like that. Like, you don't need any kind of like doubt because it's already such an outside of the yeah. your norm type of thing. Yeah, it's just, um, the thing with the podcast, like, I had the same mentality uh, once I got in my groove with comedy is, you know, if people go say comments and they're not even remotely doing the same shit I'm doing, like, they're, hmm, only, the, the only opinion that matters are people who are listening Absolutely. to you and yeah. paying for your shows. Like, at the end of the day, man, because haters gonna hate, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Real dumb people, <laughs> true. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> That's what I thought about, but I was about to start saying it. But I feel because, like, I was like, I don't want to tell them because not saying that I wouldn't have supporters, but like you said, it's something new, it's something out of the box, it's something we're trying to get right. Because of course, we eventually want to monetize it and make it, you know, right. a, a light, a, a career, a lifestyle that pretty much probably branches out to other things. Mm-hmm. Um. I just tell a lot of people either. So, like, sometimes I'll just catch a couple of Like, I got to go record a podcast episode tonight. And they'll be like, what podcast you on? Like, what you talking about? So, it's funny. I have a friend. She listens to him. And she was like, why you didn't tell me? Like, I could have supported you. I could have promoted you. Like, like why do you tell nobody? Like, I'm your friend. And I was like, I just didn't really tell a lot of people. And so, I was like, it's just something that I want to do. And honestly, you know, you see those memes when people say that, stranger will support you more than your close family or friends will mm-hmm. it's like that that was my mindset i was like let me try it out on these people who don't know me at all who don't have a perception or an idea of me mm-hmm. right. and mm-hmm. then go from there but mm-hmm. much the people that we know they enjoy it and you gotta go back and be like oh what did i say oh i did say that i'm kind of right. stupid okay like yeah I'm, okay i tried to explain what i'm doing to my mom and my grandma but you know how people are interested they'll be like oh okay so, yeah, they're just like, like, what do I say? Yeah, like, okay. Well, never mind then. I should never talk to you again with it. But they was, was okay with it, so. But you know the people that be like, oh, okay, that little podcast you got. Because I had some comments from, from just talking about family. One particular family member who shot me down was like, well, you ain't even getting paid for that. That ain't even part of your job. And, you know, kind of just. Being, oh, it, yeah. being like spiteful and it's like now we actually do have a spark so we are getting paid two I'm able to talk to other people like you guys and like the other cause this it's is why I came time. with the idea so you know networking be social so it's like when I get to a certain le- level I don't need you clout chasing talking about I always believe in you and stuff like that don't be chasing the clout. Y'all really making that clear today. <laughs> Don't go chasing weak ass clout. All right. Hey. <laughs> hey. The remix. Oh, um, yeah. We're going to get back to our regular questions. You know, we got to always go off topic. So I'm sure everybody's seen the Soldier Boy Breakfast Club interview. Ooh, <laughs> oh, man. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. 
Mm, yeah, he, <laughs> well, I'm sure yeah. everybody's thinking, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Like, Okay, well, I mean, that, mm-hmm. I agree with him about yeah. He did okay three more. things. The whole Drake shit that just was just so funny. <laughs> yeah, the fact it was, <laughs> it was. Then what was even funnier was like the nigga who wanted to hide his kid from the world, but the world didn't want to hide from his kid. Like <laughs> that was just so <laughs> the bars on that stuff and the <laughs> rabbit hole I went down. I was like, wait a minute, he got a song called "Was That Dude." Shit. Yeah, that he yeah. stole from another dude. Shit. In my mind, I looked at Ken. I said, "Wait a minute, that's not even Drake's first damn song." Right. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, he was trying to say in the early days. I will say yeah. Drake's flow was different when yeah. he first came out, and it but, was very yeah. influential. But you know what's crazy about this? And I even tweeted about it. Was <laughs> Jay Electronica came out his hip hop hibernation just so he can tweet props to Soldier Boy? Tell him. Dot com, mm. and I think that's a really big. Remember comment. when it was dot com? <laughs> it was. Yeah, like he oh, God, he the changed the game. But you know, one thing I can't agree on is everybody. Uh, I don't know. Was this? I didn't watch his latest interview or whatever other show he was on outside of Breakfast Club. After that, and the girl asked him, why uh, he did it with DJ Academics, Master. Yeah, it's like, it. why did you have so? Why does he have so many streams of income or something like that? And I'm like, why would you not? So, I mean, it's it's crazy that he's capitalizing on some things you wouldn't even think he'd be capitalizing on. But, I mean, he was true from the beginning. He did kind of start the whole YouTube craze yeah. with the, the music. And the dances that didn't, you know, unless you were talking about, oh, your parents having a dance. Like, that wasn't really a thing. Yeah. And, you know, just, you know, the style of Pose Now. I will say that's the one part. I, just watching the actual um, interview with Breakfast Club, I was like, what the hell are you wearing? Yes. And that headband looks like you've worn it the last five years. Cocaine, so, man. It is a yeah. hell of a drug. <laughs> no, <laughs> the perico. Cassette's uh, crushed up the Tylenol and then said that he was on cocaine. That's where the rumor started. Now, I know she was a little out there back in the day, but I don't know if I would really have that much time to sit there and crush up some pills to claim somebody's on coke. I don't know. But I mean, despite the drugs or whatever he's on, he, he had a sharp brain coming up as a teenager, and it did blow my mind that he's only 28. Like, after all these years, like, it seems like so long ago with all that. Right. He's still, you know. So, yeah, I mean, he's definitely washed up at this point, mm-hmm. but I love just how the internet works that, like, you can be completely revitalized just mm-hmm. based off of an interview and how crazy you are. Like, that's the world we're living in. It's just- oh, based off an of allegation, because if you look at R. Kelly for his strength to go up after all this that stuff. Is, that, too. I didn't Yeah. But he's just, I mean, he's just got released from his uh, record label today, so, I mean, he ain't, you know... Really? Sony was like, bye, finally. And the radio plays are going down. He's having issues getting concerts. So streams or not, that was probably... I do feel like some of that, even though we're all like, what the hell after that happened? But some of that was curiosity. A lot of people that watched that were not even, you know, not alive, like really being able to listen to 12 play and all that. So I think the curiosity was there. Then they were like, ooh, but this dude is crazy. And now I see the lyrics they were talking about. So his little time is up. It was a video shared by Bill. It was somebody. It was a video shared on Facebook of Bill Bellamy doing a stand up talking about it. But then I had to sit there and think about it. This man really had signs in his songs about what he was doing. Oh yeah, and I didn't know. Like I'm, it's, like, it's crazy. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. 
today today I had to listen to one of his songs, just one, not the sexual song, but his song that I always loved was dedicated. And I was like, God damn you, why the fuck did you ruin this for me? Like what that was, song was dedicated. That's a great dedicated. song. Oh, yeah. I mean he had some great like I said on the podcast, hey. like this certain stuff I'm gonna have we to don't, hear. We don't need to go through yeah, the guitar. We don't need to go through all the good hits that we've we been there. Like, it's okay. It's, it's not, hard, I know. I don't know. I just kinda of been like I mean it's been ever since T P two dot com, like I just been like, all right, because mm-hmm. all it I was sixteen when uh that video came out, so like I just literally imagined Myself as a little girl in there, cause no, it's like no. you know, like cause I mean, I, I that was it was just it, I was so scarred by that shit because I was literally waking up every day <laughs> to mm. hit it hard from back. Tp two dot I ain't gonna lie though, cause like by then you say you, I think I was in junior high when feeling all your booty came on, and boy, I was in love. Feeling all your booty was like I was like fit. That was no. that was a fucking anthem. Like he did it all operatic. Like the little like that shit was like that was my song. I ain't gonna lie. That was my song. I and I'm be like, never mind. Yeah, I can't even listen to Trap in the Closet. I can't watch Minister Society no more because that's in that that's a scene. Oh, movie. the oh, yeah. it's like one of my favorite scenes in that movie. Man, I, I gotta throw it the whole to, thing um, away. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, well, well, well then, he could actually. When everything came out, I started looking at all the stuff that he wrote and like the stuff that he wrote for people. And I was like, God damn it, I gotta stop listening to this too because I never knew he wrote Maxwell Fortunate. Right. I had no that idea. Things. Yeah, he wrote a lot of pretty songs. much every hit B2K ever had. Um, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that was that's pretty fucked up. That's, I did not know. I thought Omarion or Marquise Houston. Nah, they shit. ass ain't wrote nothing. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I didn't listen to him. I thought. Come on, B2K. My little sister was in. They were too young by then. Or I was too young, but I don't know, too old. Yeah, we were like eighteen or something. Yeah, a group he wrote for like an old group he wrote for High Five. He wrote a quality time for them. And I love high five. Are yeah. you? No, I didn't know that. What? Oh man, he's running. Like, like, it sounds like an R. Kelly song. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you can tell. I I, I watched it. the dude died. We came down listen to Tony. We, we got to listen to all the high fives because the dude died. Man, damn. Damn. Like, dang, that dude sound like R. Kelly type music. It does. Talk. I, mean, I never would have thought about it. If Quality. T- I didn't know Quality. this. Oh, with you. Uh, oh, so. oh, guys, this is just continuing to traumatize me. Right. Actually, that, that one, man, that was that was the one that broke me. It wasn't I'm your angel? It wasn't any of them yeah, shit. This is the one that broke me. Yeah, that really hurt. I found, I found my your fault. <laughs> I mean, it is, but you needed to tell us that. Look, I, somebody got suffering with me because dedicated. I had to look. I, I rest in peace to today. Somebody had to suffer with me because I thought about quality time. I was like, damn, he wrote that because I was listening to you, know, you play like certain stuff on YouTube. You know, it goes like it picks whatever. Yeah. And so like, it, it, uh, I listen to High Five a lot. So it started playing like a lot of the High Five songs in sequence. And I thought about quality time and I was like, damn, he wrote that. I'm going to listen to Trap the Closet now. Man, it's horrible. I'm mad. Uh, I didn't really like trapping the closet, so it's okay. 
Yeah. 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 Yeah, cause I was supposed he to do that little competition. He and I can't do. What the? Oh, really? That would be an interesting competition. I was supposed to do that little competition. He didn't fuck up. Um, he made his big comeback. Now what he gonna do for his career? Hey, man. Oh, it's about the business. <laughs> I know, like, <laughs> yeah, where's Charlie Wilson and Ronald Isley? I, I was about to say, Uncle Charlie. I'm like, where Uncle Charlie? Uncle Charlie ain't said nothing. Like, my chicks are not Man, come on, you know Uncle Charlie and them did the same stuff back then the day. That's why they quiet now. That's why they quiet. <laughs> Charlie had a lot of coke in his system, so who knows what he Oh, them 70s, 60 boys. Who? They showed back then, Mary, when they were 20 and Mary, 14 year old back then. So, when you thought, but it's like, so now that this is like to the forefront, like one thing that I think about now that this all is coming to the forefront and we're saying something about it, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about other people that were in the music game. Like, have y'all seen uh, Roxanne Roxanne on Netflix? Haven't. I was. I, I know of the story, it. but yeah, I haven't I seen it. And you know, she she basically got pregnant by an older guy in the in the neighborhood. Basically, he was like, you know, doing stuff for her and all of that. And like, he was kind of. I could kind of see maybe maybe he was like, R. Kelly because he got a little bit controlled. But I just started thinking about how many people really are like living. How many parents are living testimonies of those type of relationships and how are they feeling now when it comes to like looking at situations like R. Kelly like well my mom and my daddy were like you know 20 years 15 years you yeah, know it's funny because they made a joke about that on Facebook they said some women want to talk about R. Kelly but can't because they uh, had they uh, grown boyfriend picking them up from school <laughs> oh lord yeah I mean that was a thing and I do feel like it goes back to the discussion about like how black culture there are things that are look like well he's paying for stuff he may be forty five years old and you twelve but or not you know of course not that extreme but it's just the way we looked at things so I mean they may be looking back like yeah but you know yeah. in, in his and it doesn't um, it doesn't hurt you I was talking to my friends about uh, my friend uh, fellow black homegirl we were talking about. <clears throat> Like just the differences between the first age when white girls are sexualized, which is like around 10, 12, and the first, and the difference between that versus us as black girls when we're first sexualized, and it's age five. Oh, Lord. Oh. I know. And, so, and it's true because, like, you believe I mean, it. Ever since I was eight, I was always, you know, a lot of people kind of look older and more mature, so I was always hit on by older dudes, but I mean, and you know, of course, growing up, a lot of us aren't taught what statutory rape is mm-hmm. until you go to college, you know. Yeah. Or unless you're taught any of it. Yeah. And of course, it's the mindset Not even of like Not even thinking you're yeah, like whether it's it's really been pushed on you or you're thinking like, yeah, I like this. Like, I think you know, we all have to go back and look like you're not. Your brain is not mature at that point. Yes, I I don't doubt that there is some. Out of the 25 or more young ladies, children, wherever they fell on the spectrum, you know, that were, you know, 16. And I mean, like on the documentary, they referred to him as their boyfriend or referred to him as, um, yeah, their boyfriend. So I don't know. I, I just think your mind isn't really ready. and You don't know that until you look back and say, oh, well, oh, what in the hell was I doing? Like, yeah, I don't know. That's why they're the targets, because. They know that's why he that's why he targeted them because he knew that their brain wasn't developed and he was easy 
it was easy for him to control him mm-hmm. and pay him off with like really really weak ass hush money like a hundred dollars Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, I, I was listening to a podcast talking about that. They were talking about the different amounts and, and the payoffs and the checks that he's writing. And I kind of see how they say, you know, with the just him being a manipulator because um, I think it was it was the girl who said he got her piece from me. You know, she was like a little bit older, like 19. And um, TMZ had a recorded conversation of their conver- their phone conversation after she came out initially the first time. Did y'all hear that? And he was just just asking her, uh, just the conversation started off, and he was just like, are you back yet? Like, And she was like, am I back? And he was like, are you back from the place in your head? And she was kind of like, yeah. And uh, he was like, well, you know, you got to prove that, right? And so kind of how he was, like, talking, he was kind of, like, talking to her in the point, like, you know, well, I don't want to talk about others on the phone. Like, I'm in Chicago. I'll be here for this amount of time. Um, you know, if, if it's a problem or not, you know, if it's not a problem, I want you to come talk to me or whatever, because we want to talk, you know, talk about this and all that. And I'm just like, that to me would sound like somebody really trying to fix some shit. Mm-hmm. Kind of like manipulated too, because then he also tells her when she doesn't say what he wants to say, he was like, see, this is not how I thought it was going to go. I thought she was going to be humble and be like, oh, I messed up. I was talking crazy, you know, whatever. Let me let me play a little bit of this for you. And I was just like, okay, so I can kind of see. Cause you know most dudes don't like to talk about. Well, I don't know. Most we gonna say dudes. I mean, they don't like to talk about shit like when it's deep like that. Like they don't barely want to talk about it over the phone mm-hmm. and send over text messages. So for him to be like, you know, I need you to get to me. Like if you can get to me, you know, get to me. Let's talk about this. I don't want to talk about it over the phone. Yeah, so he controlled them once you yeah. got face to face. So yeah, he knew he had a lot of. He has he has the manual on being a predator, like everything about him, like I don't know. Yeah. Let me play this like, for the, y'all so y'all can kinda hear it. Are you back? Am I back? Are you back? Yeah. You know you have to prove that, right? Um, I don't know, but you gotta figure it. I know I gotta prove that. Because I know what I was thinking, because I should have Crazy, you know, and I did crazy like I was, I was 
Like that. People will hold you so basic. Oh, yeah. I hate him. And how did he get these chicks being that damn basic? Like, come and talk to me. I'm definitely So he's like, you know, if you want to come talk to me, come and talk to me. He's like, you know, I don't talk on the phone about false and who did what and X Y Z. Um, that man creepy. And so I was just like, I can see literally because from my experience with, you know, dudes I've dealt with, I like to go ahead and talk about a problem and get it out the way. And you have those people who don't want to talk about stuff or brush stuff on the rug or you send 12 long paragraphs and they just send okay and that type of stuff. So oh, you, yeah. like, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> for you to just be like, okay, you know, it's a problem, da da da. Like, you know, I'm here. I'm letting you know I'm here. If it's not a problem, come talk to me. Like, I won't talk to you face to face. I don't want to do this over the phone. That would make me be like, all right, okay, I'm coming. But then when you hit that shit, like, but oh, I thought she was going to be humble about it and tell me that you messed up. And I was going to just be like, okay, well, you know, it's you. I'm going to accept it. It's kind of be like, oh, never mind. I'm going to stay where I'm at. You're good where you are. But yeah, um, I don't know. It, I was just, it's just crazy. I'm just ready to see how all this is going to unfold with supposedly. Now, before we, we're going to try to get off our killing because I know we can spend hours on this. But how do you guys feel about um, the leak? phone conversation of one of the accusers daughter and her ex-boyfriend did y'all hear about that no related to the surviving lies thing or surviving r kelly yeah yeah i listened to part of it i mean i don't know i mean that one woman's story if if her whole thing is a lie we're talking about like dozens of other people so i don't know and it could just be a spiteful daughter and of course looking from afar she was living in a mansion and may have seemed like she was living a great life or i don't know it could be a combination of a truth and a lie i didn't i didn't think much of it basically i don't know i just feel like the boyfriend was kind of trying to Set her up, kind of sort of because yeah, yeah. Uh, very he, um, because you know she was just having a conversation with him, and you could tell that like you know when she starts to do like other things, he try to like pick up the conversation like, somehow, get her pushing. Her. Yeah, it was clear he was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna have this for blackmail." So yeah. that's what made me be like, "I can't even this is dismiss this evidence, honey," because I, I don't. Yeah, it didn't feel too. Didn't feel natural. Didn't feel very. Yeah. Did you be like, uh, "What's going yeah. on?" And if that's the only thing that's come out disputing, I mean, out of all of this, and then this, all we have is some obviously forced phone conversation about a girl talking about her mom. And, you know, that ain't a, that's, yeah, that was a weak thing to come out with. Yeah. I just feel like they, since they say they're trying to build this website, I just feel like, I don't know, he might, I made a joke to my friend. I was like, uh, R. Kelly is like, like that, uh, that woman that knows her man cheating and she just waiting to collect all the evidence before she just hit somebody at once. Cause it just seems like he's like I'm gonna come out with a website and I'm gonna just call everybody out one by one. Like, like okay, well let's uh, see what happens now. Yeah, it's about two weeks since he said he was gonna do that, or his camp said he was gonna do that, and nobody seen it. So, I mean, his lawyer it seems stupid as heck. I saw some interview with him, and it just I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, we just go from mm, need Jesus under the jail. Yeah. Need Jesus, need Jesus in a jail cell. So I ain't got time. Help. It might be too late. The fly bastard. <laughs> so for anybody, oh, yeah, I remember the fly <laughs> So for anybody who wanted to start a podcast, um, what advice would you guys give them since you're like seasoned in the game? What would you say? Oh, I don't know who I call us seasoned in the game, thank but you. okay, We're getting thank there. You. I say y'all. I say I call y'all seasoned. I say y'all thank are seasoned. Thank you. Yeah, that's really sweet. What kind of seasoning? 
Shashery, oh. Tony Shashery. Oh, I'm that cayenne. Oh, hey, love the natural hot chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight fire, baby. <laughs> like Dalon. No. Uh, what happened to Dalon? I guess if I'm fire like Dalon, I'm more like Tolua sauce. But um, uh-huh. no, my advice to anyone who wants to start a podcast or just want to start anything, but especially a podcast, man, just do it. Don't even listen to. Don't even tell anyone about it first. Just do it. Like, just start it, create it. The only person really you need to tell is your co-host, of course, and then oh, the person man, you need the equipment for. <laughs> but other than that, other than that, do you? Do you, boo? Yeah, because because it's cool. Because um, the thing with us, like, even when we started it, we um didn't really promote it until we had like two or three episodes mm-hmm. out, and then we we had a live show. And when we had the live show, we wanted to make sure we had those episodes out. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, it, is it, is it harder to do a, what, what you want to occur? Like as soon as you know what you, your craft is going to be, it doesn't right. even, yeah. And that's what I would selling. say, knowing what you're going to do. I think there are some people that start things like this and, or where, where I think why it may seem that we're seasoned is because, well, both of us do, um, of course have the backgrounds that we do of being able to speak on topics and that's kind of um, I don't want to say easy breezy for us but we're used to doing that but right. also we had just like she was saying earlier about having a comedy show that had some similarity to the format that we have now we yeah. we were making sure we had a you know there's still something to be said for being organized and having like a concept versus like man I'm gonna be on here talking to my people and people just gonna love me just doing anything mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know even when you guys you had questions when we started you know you 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 come prepared, so you don't want to just definitely have a mission in mind, not just like, hey, I just want to talk and I want people listening. Yeah, you'd be amazed how people just start podcasts without giving a shit. So, right. yeah, or just start anything without giving a crap. Yeah, that was our first episode. We was like, we just go talk. And hey, y'all, it's <laughs> us. It's us. Uh, we're eight minutes. We just trying to see. Yeah, there's something to be said for yeah, casually starting because I mean, we no, you had still, a you still care, and, but I mean, there's literally like so, I've nothing. heard podcasts and it's like, oh, y'all just want to hear y'all stuff talk. Yeah, I mean, the fact that y'all were motivated by yeah. something like going on at your job, I mean, I love that story. So I mean, you just have to have the motivation know, and ambition. Yeah, it's, it's always good to have ambition because otherwise, right. yeah, yeah, it's it definitely be takes that. people wondering. You know, because <laughs> as long as you have the ambition, people will know what you're talking about. They'll mm-hmm. be on the same page with you. Yeah, yeah I, I heard it's good to have an audience and be and be authentic. You said what? Ambition of Miss Wale's first album. Oh, he said he missed Wale's album. I can't do. <laughs> oh man, that was that album. Actually, that's so funny you said that because that album is like really got me through a lot. Uh, they got me like on my hustle game for real. Right, I was. Days off, no days off. Coming for a nigga, bitch. I'm Ray Charles. You can't fuck with that. I love that bitch though. It stayed. It stayed in my CD player for for a minute. Bro, it's got in the car, ready to go to school. Oh, like okay, I want to college this time. They go love me for my ambition. Hey, right. And making all these like random like sports references. I'm like, damn, Kimball Walker. But anyways. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. That was a side note right there. I'm sorry. That was a great side note. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, that was a great. It's pretty wavy. For giving me the yeah, me a clip of what I can expect from that track. So with live shows, how did your live show go? Since you kind of just 
started. You said you had a couple of episodes and getting like, did you have a good turnout? Or it was, pretty, it it was, was decent solid. considering, yeah, like it was, yeah, we really because of course since we hadn't promoted a lot, so yeah, yeah, I mean we plan to do another one near our one year anniversary. Um, hopefully it'll be bigger and better. But considering, you know, I mean we just kind of got the email out and yeah. you know flyers and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, yeah, it was definitely it, it went off without a hitch. Nice. Okay. Alright, I got a question here. Uh, if a genie could grant you one wish for your podcast, what would it be? Aside from the obvious of getting it monetized? <laughs> yeah, aside from the, we all, we like, all want the money. monetization we all want the in the money. audience, like, what, 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 what would you really wish cool. for? really cool. I would love to get... Um, uh, okay, are we really talking about genies? <laughs> we gotta really go, because I always talk about my all-time favorite human being, Mariah Carey. <laughs> And <laughs> if she brought her not really but really black ass on that show, uh-huh. <laughs> that would be another. Oh gosh, it just heard like just hamming it up and then yeah, like randomly she singing. Extra. Actually, yeah. I don't want her to randomly sing. I just want to be her. She probably smell like rose petals and marijuana. What? <laughs> Wait, what? And a lot of white wine. I think she's there really was, deep in the white. Yeah, but there was this really funny photo of her where she. Um, like was in her pajamas in a robe and she paused she had her entourage or her motorcade of car stops so she can go to this dispensary in Colorado. Yeah, she need to relax like the rest of us. <laughs> so that's why rose petals and marijuana. I, bet that smells lovely. I was about to say that's a new fragrance. You may have to, um, you know, they incorporated marijuana so much stuff. Oh. These days. Yeah, well, I need to do that. I'm gonna name it that. This <laughs> gonna be the name of my first album. Because <laughs> because I was looking at this eco style of gel that now has cannabis in it. Wow, your edges? I was like, I was like, how does that? I saw, I saw it. No lie, I saw it, and I thought I was tripping. I just thought it was some, you know, some fake internet shit. But no, somebody really took a picture. And was like, oh, they real life got like somebody was like, they put weed in anything now, and I was like, oh, good for work. Yes, okay. Yeah, work. I mean, my genie wish would just be like essentially like bigger better like i would love to see us like doing forums or something like more where we're like regularly able to go out reach out people uh reach out to people and like really kind of start these conversations you know mm-hmm. teachable moments with the others mm-hmm. um you know just kind of <laughs> well just basically for us by us but you know it's always gonna be people yeah. coming up like wait a minute i'm into this and then like they really learn i'm like what are you yeah, cause you know they some of them don't like their own kind, so they gotta stick in. Yeah, yeah. that's that's another mm-hmm. topic. That's, that's another true. topic. I want to interview Will Smith. Oh, oh I, yeah, that would be cool. Want to interview? You know how I want? I want to interview. Um, I got two people. Well, I'm gonna say, I don't know. If, okay, a group. Will Y'all heard of um, Black Girl Pod? Okay. Yes. I'm, I'm obsessed with Scotty Beam. I hope she hears this. I love her. Like I, she's so passionate. Like I love and I love her name. Deanna is such a pretty name. Mm-hmm. Um I slid in Alicia's DM because I had posted something about them one day and they rec- her and Scotty actually like I did like the favorite podcast of the week and they actually like liked it or whatever. And so uh she had shared I guess 
the post or shared the story or something. And so I had slid in her DM because I was like, uh, we doing this behind the podcast and I would love you guys. I saw she seen it, but I didn't get a reply, but it's cool though because I know they got a lot going on because they're working with me. But I'm going to keep that hope alive. And then oh, also, yeah, I'm sure that would come. I mean, um, so yeah, I'm actually curious how they all got together. I mean, I know they all have like a careers in music or whatever, but I'm just, it's an interesting mix and mm-hmm. getting four people to do anything. Or is it four? Or is it it's five? Actually. Five, yeah. Woo! They, they, five, they, like, they have so much that they do as far as like with the freelance and the, and the media. So it's kind of like everybody's schedule is kind of like all over the place. So, um, it's a lot I want to ask them. And then, have you heard of the Ellis's, Kadeen and DeVal Ellis? Yes, I have. Uh, I watched plenty of their Instagram now, Instagram stories or in, their Instagram posts, I guess. I definitely, I definitely would think they would be great, especially since um, they've been married and been together so long. And Ken is married. So, like, with them being married young and him kind of being married, I think they were uh, around the same age and they've been together for like, you know, 16 years. Yeah, they're just like 30 and they're like in their mid-30s or whatever. Yeah, so I think yeah. They actually did the read over the, like, about a couple months ago. I heard it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It made me, um, I was like, man, like, that's all, they kind of, that's what gave me the idea because I think two on one of their episodes um, on YouTube, they said they're trying to move over to podcasting as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's what I see. You got a vision in 2019, Jay? Mm-hmm. You got a vision? You over here? He over here chilling in the cut. I'm his- chilling in the cut. I got a vision. I'm still when I meet Will Smith the genie, 2019. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to be great. Will Smith the genie do look weird though. That'll work for me. He said he just won't be great. Okay. What are your visions for your podcast in 2019? I know you want to be like on more forums. I know you want to get more exposure, but um, yeah. did you guys write like like in the beginning of this year? They make me do everything. I don't make uh-huh. you do everything. I handle most of like everything. Ken will do like the engineering part, but I handle like the social media and the goals and where we're trying to go with episodes and stuff. And uh, this is what I had the vision for behind the podcast because I was I was watching I got the vision from do y'all remember that Jamie Foxx episode when he did behind the jingle? No, no. I remember him doing the jingles. I don't remember that episode. So, um, it was the one. Okay, so I was watching uh, Jamie Foxx. You know they played all those shows like early in the morning. So I remember yeah, going to work and I was watching it. And um, you know behind the jingle, it's, it's where he stole Mouse's jingle and he got like all this recognition for it. So all this stuff started happening. So anyway, so I was like, man, I started thinking about behind the music, and I was like, behind the podcast would be dope because we started following like all these people and everybody started supporting each other. And I was like, I want to know why everyone started because I know why we did. So when I came up with the idea, everybody was like, oh my god, yeah, I'll do it. Like I want to do it, I want to do it. And I put it out there in, like September. So I was like, well, how are we gonna do this? I don't know, but I just put it out there just to see who was gonna be interested. And so we kept getting people being like, so um, I'm interested, like, let me know what we're going to do. So when we finally set the time frame to actually do it in December, it worked out. So I'm working on writing goals, like, down, per se, because I put stuff in my phone. But I'm working on really writing, like, stuff down in my planner on what I want us to accomplish. Because a lot of things I did write down previously, we actually accomplished. Like, getting monetized, um, having over a thousand listeners. Um, having over a thousand listeners, um, yeah. getting like broader, like reaching broader audiences, just not the particular people that we, you know, 
share stuff with on Instagram. And so it's been working. So I said, okay, 2019, the first day I wrote everything in the planner of what I wanted for myself and then what I wanted for the podcast. So do you guys have like any specific visions that you want to see manifest within the next 11 months, rather? Mm, yeah, we're basically done with January. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, I mean. We need for January to start over. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, I'm yeah, down. You know, we, we're promoting more. We want to have more tangible things. So, like, getting more merch, right. and then uh, even thinking about uh, Patron, uh, Patron, Patreon, Patreon. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I was right. like, Patron. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, wants to get a drink tonight. Is what I'm hearing, but definitely um, not. It wouldn't be Patron not? either. Oh, it wouldn't be Patron. But no, uh, Patreon, and you know, just like finding different ways and different outlets to engage to different parts of the world because we want to be um, not just heard in Atlanta. We want to be heard all over. Oh, yeah. And um, and then along with that, we really we would really love to have um, more engagement with our, our followers and our listeners because we do polls and yeah. we really because we really enjoy these. Like, yeah, we, do we have a lot of fun with our verses. Yeah, yeah. we have a lot of fun with the, the segment called Versus and uh, we really want more interaction with that because, um, because it's really not just for us. It's been like, yeah, hey, look, 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 look we're talking. We, re- yes. we really want to hear people's opinions about these certain yeah. things, and I feel like sometimes our our listeners aren't as interactive um, as we would hope. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, and it's co- I mean, of course, we're just a we're just a bit of growing and a growing. So I, I mean, just, I would like to figure out. I would like to figure out more ways on how we can uh, be more personable and engage, have more right. engagement with uh, our followers. That'd be really cool. Yeah, we love. Uh, we we'll probably should do more. We need to definitely do more uh, Instagram, um, like stories and TV stuff, like more. Yeah, I guess yeah. It all goes boils down to just being more interactive. Total right. period. Yeah, yeah. And directing the people because I mean that's you know the little things like. Making sure that the people that are listening to us on iTunes or SoundCloud, like making sure all that information, kind of those little things that you aren't thinking about when you're first getting started, but like making sure our social media is available when people are going to listen every week because we see all these numbers and it's like those oftentimes I imagine aren't really even just the people that have found us on Instagram. So making sure we're connecting the dots there will help us to get some of that engagement too, I think. But yeah, definitely would love to see more of that because it's kind of like, you know, I mean, we are a culture podcast, so mm-hmm. the verses is sort of based off of like, you know, it's for shits and giggles, but it's also like, you know, if you are like our verses this week was Luther versus Teddy P. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's you're Luther. That's, 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 that's a interesting. That's a very good one. That's why y'all got to get on them poles. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That's what I say too. I try to have posts. I also try to do like a posting schedule to kind of make sure I post stuff yeah. and you know. Yeah. And yeah, uh, we talk talking about fat Luther or skinny. Yeah, there's a lot. We talk about fat Luther or skinny Luther. All of them, girl. All he say well in all it always. No, honestly, it's definitely fat Luther. I'm, honestly, <laughs> honestly I, if you if you give me that poll, I'm gonna have to go Luther because I grew up on Luther. I mean, I love Teddy P. No lie, but yeah. like. Outside how much Luther I really know, like I can go to his essentials and Apple Music and just let it roll and see everything. So I had to go with Luther. I used one of Luther's songs as a breakup song, and I was—I know I'm too damn young to be. 
don't want to be a fool was my was my uh I just had to play that to get myself together. While yeah. most people was probably out here playing Avant and Destiny Child, I used Luther. I think there's a little more appropriate. <laughs> yeah, Ted Pendergrass, he's very like, I'm a girl. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, people aren't ready. Okay. <laughs> but I was ready for it, because that's my name. Rest in peace. Both y'all. Yeah, both of y'all for sure. R.I.P.P. So we're not going to hold y'all, but we, again, appreciate y'all. We know it's, it's 1020 over there. So any, like, last thing. So what are some of the favorite uh, podcasts you like to listen to? I like Reed earlier. I know the Reed is obvious because we, yeah, we aspire to be them. Right. I think everybody does. Yeah. And then um, I love Hannibal Burris. Uh, he has a show, one called Handsome Rambler. I didn't know he had a podcast. I got to listen to it. Yeah, he's really funny. I like and there's uh I like listening to Code Switch. Yeah. Um I like actually a lot of true crime and stuff like that type of podcast. So um Dirty John was one of my favorites. I know people love that Bravo show, but I like mm. the actual Yeah. Oh, have you watched it? I haven't watched it because I watched the podcast. No, yeah, I'm at, I'm at, um, like I don't watch Bravo. Oh, yeah. I'm not Good cool. idea. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just like watching The Shade Room, but wider. Ah! <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh... I, don't, I don't pretty much watch it either. I just watched my Real Housewives ago about my business. Of Atlanta. Let me Of Atlanta. Cause the oh, other one, I know. We gotta be clear. It's only I Atlanta. It's, it's, I didn't realize how many Real Housewives it was. My question is, anybody know where the hell is Potomac? Is it Washington? Oh, Potomac is, yeah, it's in the Washington, D.C. area between yeah. Maryland. Now, I did watch them a little bit for like a season and a half. No, I'm good on that. And then I'm watching the whole Being Bobby Brown episodes on YouTube. So that's the only Bravo. <laughs> oh, that was on Bravo? I didn't even remember it what was, channel that it really was on. It was, it was on Bravo. That's how I, you know. That's the, only that Bravo interaction. that's the only Bravo interaction. That's the only Bravo. Wasn't that the first Bravo reality show, really? Yeah, it was oh. definitely one of the first it reality was. shows. And it was a hit. I still laugh. They, was, they were hilarious. I laugh to this day. Like, I first saw it. May she rest in peace. Yeah. They were entertaining. Yeah, she was at a, an interesting point in her life during the show. But, I mean, it kind of it kind of really showed who she was, though, honestly. Because she yeah. was like that pop princess that everybody continues to think she uh, was. She certainly wasn't. Yeah. So, um, do some plugs. What y'all got coming up? Give your social media contact, how people can find you, where you streaming. We are streaming on Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Okay. And you can go to, um, if you follow us, because what's the word? Might not be as easy to find, but if you go under our network, Bold Koi K O I, you will find us easier. Oh, okay. And then yeah, uh, the, the, the link in the bio because I was trying to search in the bio or bio. Bi- I always say bio. I mean, bayou when I mean bio. Continue. I'm sorry. Sorry. It's that Louisiana in your I baby. know I'm going to say y'all are in the bio. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that's, that's what it to is. That's what it is. Um. And then y'all, we're on Twitter um, at WTW Podcast One on Twitter and on Instagram WTW Podcast ATL. Yes. Okay. And then just what's the word you can look for us on Facebook. And oh. then your own 
social media. So oh yeah, so me Amber North, you can think ShamWow, but AmbWow, A M B Wow. I like that. Thanks. Right. If any listeners are that's both on Twitter and Instagram. If any listeners are, I don't know when this will publish, but if any listeners are in Atlanta, Amber is having her big third anniversary show um, Saturday, January twenty sixth. Boom. So, uh, girls' night out. It's a, again affirming. She's a she's all about being down for the. Well, I wouldn't say down for the Browns, but there are white comedians that go to this. But <laughs> down for the Browns and the women, and it's a really and, great and show. most white people tend to show too. So thank y'all. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, we go. You got enough time to get some people in them seats. The 26. You got a, a week in a day. We'll get you. We'll get that. Do cool. it. Yes, cool. we love you. Cool. We love it. Appreciate yeah. it. We we post it as soon as we we do because if we don't, it ain't gonna get done. Let's just be honest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I make him as soon as we finish. I'm like, hey, go ahead, drop it. We make sure it sound right. And well, we promote it because sometimes one time we uploaded an episode and it was a good ass episode and something happened. It was probably my fault. I did something to the mic. Oh, no. I heard the first two minutes of it and the rest of it was silent. And I was like calling them. I was like, oh my god, we just published this shit. It is nothing out there. Take it down. I gotta take it down. Yeah, yeah that sucks. Well, I'm a long way since then. I'm sure. Hey, we're lucky we got him. <laughs> we got a good little. Uh, have y'all? Heard? She was just singing and we watching it. That's crazy. We are watching good. What? Guys. What? <laughs> Damn, we're black. <laughs> we're in the background right now. We're watching. They're rent. Are you watching TV One? Yes. Yes. Girl, yeah. Stop watching this. Got y'all here watching basketball games. But uh, <laughs> I got the Spurs and the T Wolves playing <laughs> because Derek Rose got that comeback. Oh. Volume eight. All right. Too ready. I'm over to it. Most people are. Yeah, it's fun to think. After this game, tomorrow I'm over it. But not tomorrow, but Sunday. Yes. Well, y'all Saints fans, just kidding. I'm not Saints I am. I'm I'm That's why I said just kidding we moved on. I'm in a house divided because my parents, she is a diehard Cowboys fan. My aunt lives in Dallas. She's a diehard Cowboys fan. Yikes. My yeah. cousins that live here, they're die-hard Saints fans. So I'm just like... Ugh. Picking sides. Choosing I don't sides. really care. Personally, I just want you to invite me over to your house when you have food and I'm just eating. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and Sounds about right. That's that's kind of where I am. I, you know, I'll go to a game if you pay for me to go. And I act interested. Yeah. I'll act interested. But the, you know what's crazy though? Even though I don't pick size, I can't see myself like wearing a Saint shirt or a Saint jersey. But I'll wear a Dallas one. So does that make me a Dallas one? By, mm-hmm. It seems by like you're leaning towards Dallas. <laughs> it's you want to go there? Doesn't make the true definition. Yeah. Yeah. If you're willing to really rep, yeah, you use Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Oh, you so cold, slick. Like, I see why you don't choose the Saints. Because the only reason I say that is because I don't know who people's history is. I don't know people get into arguments about this all the time. But I'm just be honest. Before they won that damn Super Bowl, I didn't see this many damn Saints fans. I know, yeah. People will do that. Like, oh, yeah. My cousin back in the day, he was a Detroit uh, Lions Barry Sanders fan. And I was one because I I like Detroit Lions back then. It was Detroit Lions or Dallas, the 49ers, Pittsburgh, like all of those. The Steelers, mm-hmm. but I don't remember a lot of people repping as hard for the Saints. Well, no, Breeze 
Oh, Drew wow. Breezy. Okay. Sorry, I just said that the one thing that I know about football. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm, let me make a disclaimer. I'm not being a hater. If you are a bandwagon fan or you want to support the state that you, you live in, that's all good. I'm just saying. Be authentic. Don't just do like, I grew up in the house. My dad hollered every every Sunday what? when they lost or won. And I was like, ugh. I ain't got no choice but to support this attitude. Look, I... My mommy's been in the house sounding like a football coach. I used to think she was on the field. The way she used to be like, and, and it'd be funny because we live in these apartments and the neighbors would just, they know she watching the game because if you didn't know better, you'd think she was in there getting abused the way she was yelling at the TV. So, Bro, that's, so I, that's why I'm just like, oh. But we appreciate y'all again. It's, Thank you. Appreciate we appreciate you. you. We are about to get ready to edit this, post this. We uh, hope to have y'all again as a guest. Thank you. Uh, yes, please. We'll be tagging y'all in the post, so stay tuned. I probably won't um, make a post about it until in the morning, but pretty much uh, when it goes up, the views going to start. Because our last episode, as soon as we posted it, it was dang near 10 views, or listeners, before I even posted the post about it on Instagram. So, um we will keep you guys posted. We appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good Thank Friday you. night. Thanks. Thanks. Nice meeting you all. Thanks to y'all on all your success. Thank you. Congrats. All right. Thanks. Take care. Take care. You, you too. too. Thank Bye. you.